Welcome to I Met Someone, the dating and relationship podcast telling real stories from everyday Australian women. I'm your host, Amber Lowther. I also host Fashion Avenue, which is a fashion and beauty podcast. But you see, I've always been interested in dating stories, relationship stories. And to be completely honest with you, my dating life is a complete shit show. So here I am to share all of my dating stories. But most importantly, I want to open up the floor to you. I want the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you have a story that you would like to share on I Met Someone, then you can contact the podcast hotline on 04229089090. Simply leave a text or a voicemail with your name and a brief overview of what your story is about. Otherwise, if you just have a dramatic text thread with an X that you want to share and you're happy for me to act it out, then send it right through. Now, let's jump in to a story on I Met Someone. Out of respect for my ex-boyfriend and for privacy reasons, we have changed his name for this episode. Ben, thank you for joining me on I Met Someone. Thanks for having me. How are you going? Yeah, good. I've been going through some ups and downs of nerves and calmness all day, but I think it should be good. <laughs> we'll be fine. And I was just saying to you before you know, we started recording that I haven't heard your voice in almost nine years. Yeah, it's been quite a long time. Um, mm. I guess it's been easy for me to follow you as you're quite present on social media and yeah. have your podcast out there. But yeah, I've been pretty low-key in that regard. Mm. So, so yeah. funny. Yeah, and um, I guess like going into this, I think it's kind of interesting to reflect back on, you know, our relationship and I know that we were super young and, you know, how much we've grown from then and you're married now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It were, we were super young and even just in some of our sort of debriefing beforehand, uh, I had a lot of sort of new or old memories come back that I hadn't recalled before, but yes. Uh, definitely grown and gone on our own paths yeah. and um yeah but being married yeah that's been great <laughs> great that's awesome yeah. <laughs> and I'm over here like married to my career so <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you've been working hard and it, and it shows <laughs> and um I admire that a lot thank you that's really nice so I thought how about we start with kind of like maybe an overview of our relationship kind of like how it started and everything I guess kind of the early days of yeah getting together yeah um so from my point of view by what I recall we were on like a sporting team Mm -hmm. um but we didn't really chat when we were on that team but connected a few years after Um, and I think it was just one of those stories where we started chatting on social media and then met up and then started dating yeah. Is that is that how you recall it? Yeah, for sure. I remember yeah. like when I saw you at that sporting event thing, I was like, oh, he's cute. And, you know, I was like, great. And I think I was the one that like added you on Facebook and stuff. But you still had a girlfriend at the time, I believe. Um, But yeah, then we connected, yeah, years later. And you know what? Because we went on a couple of dates. Like, you know, we started, you know, going on a couple of dates. But I don't think I ever told you. You know what? After the second date, I wasn't keen. You never did tell me. <laughs> Why is that? 
I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. But then. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that like shapes my whole like perspective of this thing in a whole different way. <laughs> It's so funny. Like the first date, I was like, yep, I'll see him again. The second date, I was like, oh, no, nah, like I'm not too sure. And then I guess I was like, oh, I'll still, I'll still see how it goes. And then, yeah, obviously I d- decided you were right. So I was like. I must have redeemed myself somehow. Yeah, you definitely did something, won me over in the end. But you were like super lovely off the bat and very thoughtful, which was lovely. And, you know, I had never had like a proper boyfriend before. So this was my kind of very first to me like serious sort of relationship vibe and yeah no yeah. I, I did I did know that at the time so um obviously that's why things got a bit tough towards the end I think oh, <laughs> so I'm sure we're gonna visit that soon yes we will <laughs> um it's but we had like a nice relationship you know um we had a lot of laughs a lot of like personal jokes which I can remember to this day and yeah you were kind of like my best friend yeah I mean I look on I look back um quite fondly I mean um I'm sure we remember quite different things but uh my best memories I think are just we both love watching the Batman movies yeah uh we used to sing in the car a lot (laughs) and we also got pet hermit crabs is that right (laughs) yeah (laughs) we got hermit crabs Pikachu and Chanel yeah I forgot the names but I I recall that yeah so I mean you're right we were just such good friends and we did a lot of cool you know, young couple things together. Yeah. Um, love going to movies and having a lot of those similar interests really made the relationship easy. Yeah, it was like really nice. And I can't forget the Valentine's Day you did for me. Do you remember that? I do. I don't remember everything that I did, but I remember on the day there had been a part of the plan that didn't go to plan. <laughs> and um, I think I was supposed to be picking you up somewhere. Yeah. But I was bringing you back to my place and something that didn't work out that I had. I was a bit rude to my mother, but she had agreed to help help me set up the thing that hadn't gone right. Um, and then it had all sort of worked out when you had come over. And yeah. Um, yeah, I remember it being fun after that, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was yeah. the best Valentine's Day ever. And still to this day, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was spoiled. That was insane. Yeah. You gave me, I don't like, think I could top that. No. Oh, my God. I don't think anyone could top that. Hey, it was full on. And it was just like, you know, young me. I was like, oh, my God. I'm just, you know, this is just amazing. It was like that fairy tale Valentine's Day which is hilarious but it was really lovely and I think back at that and I'm like oh that was really lovely of you so thank you for that again you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) so you know our relationship was like pretty good pretty fun you know we got along really well Um, we spent a lot of time together obviously you had some pretty big commitments and you know we worked around those the best we could and you know we were both still you know living at home and, and stuff like that too so you know we had to deal with parents and you know different schedules and I didn't have my license I didn't have a car so you were picking me up everywhere driving me everywhere yeah no I remember that I don't ever remember thinking of that as a huge challenge especially in the beginning mm. um because I mean we were both like you said in the same boat living at home and um I loved driving uh you know my first car yeah. um I put new speakers in and hence why we played loud music all the time and, um but yeah it I'm sure down the track it sort of contributed to mm. my perspective of things getting a bit tougher um yeah but 
I might let you prompt that down the line. Yeah. Well, you'd be happy to know, you know, I do drive now. I do have a car. So, you know, oh, I got Oh, congratulations. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you. You might be interested to know I don't have a car at all, but I do have two motorbikes. I know. I which can't... I'm sure you never pictured. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that. I'm like, what? You have motorbikes? You ride motorbikes? I'm like, what's happened? Yeah, people now, if they're introducing me, say at work, for instance, they sort of introduce me as the nicest guy, but I don't look like it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny because you have a completely different look to when we were together. Like I've seen photos, you look so different. Yeah, and I, to be honest, I um sort of if I look back, if or if I had seen what I look like now back when I was younger, I would have been like, no way. But um, I yeah. think it's one of those things as you grow, you sort of start to care about some things more than others. So yeah, um, yeah, no, one of my things, I just sort of shaved off all my hair, and it's only because it's easy, not because it looks great, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's convenient for me. Yeah. Wow. Do I look the same? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Still as vibrant as ever. Oh, um, that's nice. Still got the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> And you know so, what? I mean, I've, so win, win. Since you, I've had, you know, Botox and filler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For I, real? I get my lips done. Yeah, I get my lips oh. done. Um, well, it must be done in a in a nice conservative way because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to tell. Exactly, so, um, and that's what I want. Yeah. I don't want people to tell. So I get them done. Oh, that's good. And you nice. can't tell. Like, I, I don't look like a duck, which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm all for just doing whatever sort of helps you feel confident and feel good um doesn't yeah. matter what that is but people um in my opinion certainly can take that to extremes yeah oh my god like i i love a bit of a needle to the face i'm not gonna lie i've had my chin done too <laughs> filled like completely shaped um botox in my forehead you know if i see a frown line again i'm like oh shit it's time to get the bowie in um <laughs> so that, that's a diff- that's something different that you <laughs> I, you'd never express back in the day i guess um the yeah. only needles i got were um for tattoos so yeah. This is also something you probably didn't think I would ever get. Yeah. So there you go. No, yeah, I'm telling you, that's crazy. Um, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about obviously all good things come to an end. Um and not all of them. Just not, some well, of them. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Um we've got to keep positive. Um that's but you right. know, some things, some good things come to an end. And, you know, our kind of last month or so with our relationship was pretty much a bit of a shit show. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we might recall it differently and I have a feeling you recall the details a lot better than I do. I do. It's like yeah. ingrained in my memory. Mm. <laughs> and so can I kind of get, I guess, your take on why you ended it? And I remember asking you, like, after we broke up, I felt like I didn't know the pinpoint reason. And I remember, like, just asking you why and stuff. And you were like, we've been over this and I'm like but I don't know the actual like pinpoint reason why so I'm actually kind of keen to know what was your take on yeah I guess why you ended it yeah I think firstly it sounds like one of the things I've learned a lot from our relationship onwards even learning more today is obviously communication is a huge thing and Mm. that wasn't something I think I was good at um, Mm. because like we said earlier things were so easy most of the time that you know a little issue or disagreement didn't really feel like a big deal. But towards the end, like you said, it got a bit intense because one, I think I didn't know how to handle it properly, but I also didn't really talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah, no. And obviously that's uh, not great. But my point of view for everything ending was I felt like, um, as you said, we were, we were quite young, which is fine. I was starting to come to some realizations that I felt like um, I was forming some new goals and life direction in my mind that I hadn't 
thought of before and wasn't sure that we were on the same page and I didn't feel like entirely supported by you but also it's hard to hard for you to have supported me when I wasn't really talking to you about it I guess which is the one thing I've reflected upon but I think what helped me ultimately was I had a few um, trips and competitions away so I had some distance from you which wasn't like what I was wanting at the time but it gave me the time to gain some clarity in my own mind that I didn't think that our relationship was going to be something that was going to last Mm -hmm. Um, from my point of view at the moment I can't recall feeling like ill will towards you but I think I was just so sure of my decision that I think I recall it being like quite like a sudden thing for you perhaps. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it was. And I I think obviously basically the big decision, if you're okay with saying it, was you were going to move, well, to another country possibly. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was, I think that, yeah, that's a good point. I, that was the the big turning point mm. um, when I had, I did tell you about that and our discussion at the time. Yeah, and, you know, that's understandable. You know, we, it wasn't something I'd ever talked about. It wasn't something you'd ever considered the fact that I might not be around. And yeah. um, I think I didn't then express to you how it had impacted me and then what my thoughts were otherwise. Mm. And I think, um, yeah, that was the, the turning point for me at least. <laughs> yeah. And I think like also I guess kind of hearing that bombshell in a way, I was like, you know, and I know that I wasn't supportive. And I think in my mind, you know, first of all, I was so young. You were like my first real boyfriend. I was like, he wants to leave me. Oh, my God. Like, it's the end of the world, you know. Um, yeah, well, and like I, I can see how it would have been so shocking. Yeah, um, I was thinking I so because... selfishly. Like, I was like, how dare he do this to me? <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, I, I can't blame you for that because my decision was also selfish. Which is why I think, although I recognise that I thought that it wasn't, you know, right for us to have stayed together, but I didn't communicate that properly. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did find that the communication between us in like tougher times wasn't great. And I felt like I would feel worse than when it started. Like, you know, if I confronted you about something, I would end up feeling worse afterwards (laughs) than I did beforehand because of the way that we just weren't. I guess, completely opening up in that way. Yeah, I've definitely learned in um, within myself that I also have to sometimes take a step back. Mm. Even today, if I'm having a disagreement or some, you know, arguments happen in relationships, but yeah. um, I don't always, I can get very angry, not in a, in a vicious way, just mm. because I'm generally quite a calm person. Yeah. When I seemingly flick a switch, it's sort of a bit of off-putting. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've learned to, to deal with that by, you know, getting some distance first mm-hmm. and then communicating after when I'm a bit more of sound mind. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good way to go about things. I'm glad that that's, mm. you know, something that you've, um, yeah, taken on board and that you're doing. It's obviously shown you've grown up a lot, which is awesome. And is there anything in the relationship itself that you didn't like or like, I guess, towards the end that you were just like pinpointing, you know, this isn't going to work or I don't like this about the relationship or, yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure about, like if I think back, there wasn't much that I didn't like. Um, Mm. Perhaps if I had to say something, um, maybe it was sort of back to our point we just discussed. Yeah. Feeling a bit of pressure to keep things as they were rather than trying to sort of grow and support each other Mm. um, as our goals and, and lives changed. 
Yeah. Um, and I felt perhaps a little held back in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, you know, that was, I guess that's a pretty profound thing to say after the fact at the time. Mm. It just sort of felt a bit frustrating. But yeah. generally we were having pretty fun times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And what about you? Um, you know what? I have thought about this and it's weird, like something, okay, I'm going to tell you basically there's something that I still don't like to this day. If I'm, you know, if I was to get in a relationship, it's something that just doesn't roll with me because Mm. it happened with you as like it happened with you. And I had such a bad experience that I just have no tolerance for it still (laughs) to this day. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, you, I found that you, you know, liked photos of girls often or, you know, in, you know, they were wearing bikinis or they were zoo models and it just made me feel like shit. And when I would bring oh, it right. up, yeah. yeah, when I would bring it up, you would get quite angry and you would back off and, you know, kind of cause an argument. But it really hurt me and I think it just, it's something to this day that I just, I can't really see, I guess, be with someone and just let them go off in like photos of girls and I don't know. I'm just yeah, like, I think yeah. that's completely understandable and I think um, I don't know, it's probably a bit of a cop out to put it down to being a young arrogant guy but also <laughs> it's certainly not the right thing to do mm. if you're in a relationship and being committed to someone. Um, mm. You know, cheating can be a pretty broad term. Mm. Um, I'm not sure it like went as far as that. Like I didn't you know, think about acting on anything but Mm. Um, it's still not the right thing to do because like you said everything's so uh, like you can see everything that other people are doing on the social media so mm. um, it's just not a good thing for someone someone's partner to see you know that as opposed to you know giving a compliment to them instead um, and I do recognize that as something um, as a, a poor action on my part <laughs> yeah that's nice and I think it was also like you know back when you could see who was liking what on Instagram and you know it would just kind of break my heart and I was like well what's wrong with me like I don't look like that like you know when it's yeah. just you know those kind of thoughts that would just enter my mind because I'm like what like why would he double tap on that like you know why is he making the effort to even like you know scrolling whatever um, but yeah, yeah and I think I can see why I would, at the time would have um, probably argued because it's sort of in my mind at the time, mm. it sort of it had nothing to do with you. There was nothing mm. wrong with you. Yeah. But, you know, as you learn as you go that that's, that's not the case. And when you're in the relationship, you actually have to consider um, what your actions, how your actions impact who you're with. Yeah. And that has to be the priority. Yeah. 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 Well, that's nice. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you have um, kept it as a sort of a, a what do you call it a deal breaker? <laughs> 100%. Like if I yeah. am even seeing a guy and I see him, you know, commenting on girls' photos and liking them, I'm like, yuck. Like I'm just instantly turned off. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just like if he's seeing me and he's, you know, still kind of actively and, you know, publicly doing that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. I just find it disrespectful. Yeah. And that's yeah. totally fair. I actually saw this funny article today and it was like some woman <laughs> gave her boyfriend or partner for Valentine's Day a bunch of photos of the girl's photos that he liked on Instagram, printed them out and then. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wouldn't your heart just drop? <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I was like, that's hilarious. Sorry. I was like, shit. I'm not the only one. Sorry. No, no. I'm sure you're not. I think it would be a pretty standard, um, you know, 
expectation in, in a committed relationship. Yeah, for sure. And, so, and fair. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it's pretty fair. You know, some mm. people might like it, but I'm like, well, that's not how I roll. So, sorry. Yeah, and unless you're, like, making money from it or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so, I guess, you know, we ended the relationship and that, like, ruined me. Well, I actually, leading up to it, because things were quite rocky, and, you know, I know that you weren't thinking good things and I was trying to really, I guess, change your perspective and kind of like get us to spend some time together and like go on a date and just kind of see if we can talk about things. And it kind of obviously, well, it didn't happen. Like, you know, it didn't go to my plan. No, so you were doing the right thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to fix yeah, it, you know. Right. I was trying yeah. <laughs> to be open and, yeah, to no avail. Um, <laughs> the wall was up. <laughs> You were yeah, like, nope. I do. Yeah, that is a bit of a problem once I've <laughs> made up my mind. Yeah. But. Yeah. And obviously, kind of in those days, I just felt like you were acting quite off. And, you know, I just noticed some things, um, you know, change in your behavior or change in the way you were towards me. And, you know, I did notice over, I guess, a few weeks that <laughs> that when I would sometimes come up to you when you were on your phone or I would enter the room and you were on your phone, you would quickly lock it and just put it down. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, what's he doing? And like, it just kept happening. And I was like, I'm sick of this. And you know, and you had told me, I think previously when I've brought it up, you know, no, I'm not doing anything, you know, it's all good. And, you know, it was impossible to kind of communicate, I guess, around that sort of thing. But um, one night when you slept over, I looked in your phone and mm-hmm. the turning point for me to make that decision was I tested you before we went to bed. And I don't know if you know this, but I tested you. No, I don't think I do know this. <laughs> You're like, news to me. Yes. Not surprising. <laughs> surprising making me seem like so calculated (laughs) hilarious but so I I was like I'm gonna test him and if it doesn't go my way then I'm gonna look in his phone tonight like I had a plan yeah you gave me an opportunity (laughs) yeah I tested you by going you know I think I just came back from the bathroom cleaning my teeth or something and then I jumped on the bed and you were on your phone I jumped on the bed really close to you and like just came up close to you really fast and then you just Mm. swiftly like locked your phone put it down and I was like oh yeah I certainly don't remember that (laughs) yeah I remember and I was like okay this has to be done um so you eventually slept and I was pretty much forcing myself to stay awake. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry that I went through your phone. It's obviously not the best thing to do. But I guess in my mind at the time, I was like, I'm not getting what I need from him communication-wise, so I need to know what's going on. And why yeah, you're at your limit by the sound of it. Yeah, yeah and why he's <laughs> hiding shit from me. Um, So basically, yeah. I went through your phone and what I found wasn't nice or good. It made me seriously upset. I literally mm-hmm. started crying and it woke you up, told you what happened. You got angry. And then kind of from there, that's kind of when the relationship really started to crumble. But um, I've told you what I found in your phone. And mm-hmm. do you mind if I share it again? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm like getting ready. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first, well, I'm just going to list the things. So one of the things I found was when during a time in our relationship, maybe like a month before, a few weeks before, I had a really bad pain in my side. And I remember I was on, no one was home at my house and I was on the kitchen floor in agony and I had no one home to look after me. I ended up going to hospital and, um, you know, I told you about it and stuff and, you know, mum took me and, you know, all of that. It was all good. And you were maybe training or, you know, doing your own thing and then you came over maybe later on that night or later on that afternoon and I found a message in your phone I can't remember who it was to but you were like um I think she's faking it and you were like oh no that sounds terrible <laughs> and, you, and you were like she just expects me to sit here and comfort her oh um so well, it was one. I have to honestly say that I don't remember that particular thing yeah um it is inexcusable and um i'm sorry that happened That's okay. <laughs> but i can't speak as to why yeah <laughs> maybe you're just so frustrated in the relationship you're just like sick of this bitch but so that, that's no excuse to, <laughs> to like put someone down for having yeah. to go to the hospital <laughs> yeah look it was rough and i really was in pain so that really yeah, hurt no, i i believe you now Thank you. Um, And another thing I found was literally before you went to sleep that night, so just before, you know, um, we went to sleep and before I looked in your phone, you had sent a message to your mum saying, can you make up an excuse for me to leave early in the morning? That would sound like something I'd say. Uh, at the time, at least. Again, I, do, I don't recall the details super well, but um, mm-hmm. that, like I said, I, that sounds like me. And perhaps um, it was sort of towards the end, getting a bit frustrated. Um, I don't remember it the same way. I thought I had left angrily the next morning to go to training. Yep. However, um, maybe that was a different occasion. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I think you kind of did leave angrily after I told you I did go through your phone, um, which is, you know, expected. I wasn't expecting like a warm, that's fine from you at all. I knew what I was doing and I knew you were going to be angry, mm. but I did it anyway. And also one of the other things I found which really hurt, you know, because you were so, I guess, like loyal and, you know, you made me feel like the only girl, you know, all of this stuff. And I never thought it would get to this point, but, you know, we had kind of a mutual friend through the sport that we met through um Mm -hmm. and you know I was actually kind of friends with her and you know she would see me at events and you know always talk to me and you know things like that and obviously you were family friends with her I believe and you know I saw some messages between you and her and she knew that we were in a relationship like she knew that and there were messages where you guys were kind of flirting and stuff and you said to her oh if the circumstance allows it I think we should date and she was like yeah for sure let's and all this stuff and so that really hurt me because I felt like it was just a betrayal from like two people like who actually knew me especially from my boyfriend oh well absolutely and I mean there's no excuse for it you did tell me about this beforehand and I I did try to think about it a little bit you know obviously there's it's unexcusable but my side I guess if you're sort of interested I don't even know yeah. if you knew at the time I was actually I guess at the time I didn't know either I was starting to develop severe depression mm-hmm. um, and again not excusing the behavior but I wasn't always thinking super clearly and I guess what I'm getting at is obviously I spent a lot of time at training with my training mates which she was one of them and probably was supportive in other ways not nothing to do with any issues that you and I were having, but probably went too far in terms of those kind of discussions. 
and um, was the wrong thing to have not only hidden it from you, but have done it in the first place. Yeah, nothing ever happened, but it, well, I mean, you know, physically or practically, but you know, those messages are still um, bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was as bad as it got, but yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's my side of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that makes sense. And, like, I think it was – I got even angrier when she knew that I'd seen the messages and she, like, instantly deleted me off Facebook. And then I messaged her and I'm like, okay, so you deleted me. I'm like, can you just – and she was like, oh, like, I just freaked out and, you know, I deleted you. I'm so, so sorry. And I'm like – and I was just like, you deleted me. Like, you knew you were guilty. I was just so angry. I didn't – I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, it was (laughs) like – I'm sure that added fuel to your flight. Oh, I was so angry and I never – spoke to her again and I still I've never spoken oh. to her since so well that again up. you know I, <laughs> I, I can't I can't um excuse the behavior but you know being young yeah. and arrogant and, and an athlete you know there are certain things you think you know you, you can keep them to yourself but you know that if if it goes on long enough or in the wrong way like you said my behavior had changed um things get found out and uh it's not right yeah it, and I, I hope yeah. if I can at least try and redeem myself it's not in my nature to be someone that would, wouldn't be faithful in a relationship but that was sort of certainly something that I had to reflect on at the time mm. um, and you were although you know going through someone's phone isn't the right thing I think you were within your rights to have done so because you did you know you've done everything else you you could yeah. um, and I did tell you this earlier as well the funny thing was as angry as I was at the time I ended up doing that to my now wife when we started dating um, <laughs> because of a uh, similar thing, yeah, behaviors changing and, and protective over the phone. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was something that nearly ended up um, for yeah. both the reasons that we were doing those things. <laughs> yeah. But we worked really hard and it definitely worked in our favor. <laughs> but yeah. um, it, it's just sort of ironic to think back on what I felt when you did it and mm. when I was able to justify it for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so interesting, hey, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it was just, it was my last straw to kind of get to the bottom of things and what was going through your head and just the secrecy around the phone. Yeah, absolutely. And it wasn't until I sort of got to that point that, you know, maybe I revisited, you know, that instance in our relationship and was like, oh my gosh, you know, that that was a big moment you mm. um, as it was for me so yeah, yeah. and like look um, I can still remember not... things word for word like that's how much I guess it affected me to the point that I can you know I can still remember what I saw like I was just traumatized oh wow yeah I, I can't say I have that same memory but yeah. I definitely remember how it made me feel yeah um and I'm sure, obviously you still have that too yeah. and uh yeah I, it's not the right thing and it, it was always very tough but when you're at the end of you know you've, you've explored every other option Mm. you do what you've got to do sometimes and we're not perfect and we all make mistakes and uh it's how we we come back from those yeah for sure and Mm. obviously you know we broke up it was traumatic as hell for me we broke up like in a public area which was not a good plan because there were people oh really why not oh my god i was (laughs) bawling my eyes out and there were so many people walking past like staring and i was literally inconsolable i don't remember you being inconsolable i thought you held it together pretty well based on what i had expected but really um, this is where perspectives are are different oh wow Um, well that's good i'm glad that you didn't think that i like absolutely lost it in that instance because i definitely lost it later on (laughs) yeah well i mean i knew I knew what I was doing and yeah. I knew how it would affect you and like it's never easy and you're not the easy, easiest thing to say I, you're the only person I think I ever broke up with oh shit <laughs> um but oh, God. it was it was really a tough 
thing for me to do, but because I thought it was right um, mm. and I sort of anticipated how obviously it would be shocking to you, maybe yeah. um, your reaction had matched my expectation. Yeah. Um, in saying that, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, take away how it made you feel and how it's impacted you. Yeah. You know what? It's not good if any potential suitors are listening because they're going to be like, shit, what was wrong with her that that's the only, you know, girl that he's broken up with? Oh, oh no. no. Well, I, I can certainly say it was just something that I thought was right at the time. It had nothing to do with you. Mm. And I can safely say that, you know, after seeing what you've done over the last decade, that the strength and drive and dedication you have is unmatched by many other people that I know. So hopefully if any other eligible suitors are listening, that will help redeem that. (laughs) Just in case they haven't already, like, stopped listening and are like, shit. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to get with Amber. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So funny. And look, like, after the breakup, it deeply affected me. Like, so basically you broke up with me. Do you remember this? You broke up with me 10 days before a big milestone birthday for me. I remember it was close to it, yeah. I didn't remember it being that close. It was 10 days and 13 days before my big party. Mm -hmm. Um, And that that was not a good time leading up. It was probably a shit birthday because I didn't have the person I wanted there. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was so bad. Like, I've never had my heart broken like that before. It was, I felt like I was dying. I felt like I was dying. And I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. You know, I didn't eat probably for the, you know, two weeks leading up to it. I could not eat stomach anything and because I was so upset and my mum would give me you know half a sleeping tablet just so I could sleep I have to admit I don't I never knew it affected you in that way Mm, um it was bad I'm sure we're going to talk about it but yeah we cut ties quite well I we cut our communication fully or I did at least yeah um because I was messaging you going nuts all the time yeah well I don't remember like I I don't think it's bad for you to have been messaging me after but um there was someone close to you that certainly was messaging me and sort of just I was like oh I I don't need that and that's when I thought I had yeah yeah (laughs) she said some like like I, I knew that you would find it tough and I was happy to you know be there as a and sort of someone to bounce off but I didn't want to be there emotionally um, but once she started messaging me I was um I couldn't sort of do that as well so I had oh, to wow. just cut everything oh yeah. my god that's so bad damn that makes um, me angry and you know in um on reflection she probably well what she said was completely untrue and hurtful but she was just doing doing it because she cared about you I guess Mm, interesting Um, yeah there you go (laughs) yeah Um, so basically obviously it was a big milestone birthday for me and I wasn't eating I wasn't sleeping and my party was themed like burlesque so you know quite sexy you know like revealing kind of clothes and Mm -hmm. you know based off the movie because I loved the movie Christina Aguilera and Cher fantastic film Um, oh I only recently saw it and yes it's amazing (laughs) yeah I know so I was like I want to have have a burlesque party and so but what was so shit I'm sorry I missed it <laughs> you better be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you should be no um so and what was so bad is because I wasn't eating and because you know I'm a tiny frame like still to this day mm. I'm absolutely tiny I probably haven't put on any weight since I've met you um but I looked like absolute shit for my 18th because I wasn't eating. And because I'm so tiny already, I lost mm-hmm. some weight and I looked sick. And people were really worried. And it was just shit. And I just felt like shit. Oh. And I looked like shit. Distressing to hear how all that affected you. Obviously, mm. I I never wanted that. And that yeah. was never my intention to, to hurt you, to, 
such a degree mm. um, where it would have impacted your life like that. Um, yeah. And I, I just, uh, I don't know how I could have helped that after the fact, but yeah, it, it is sad to hear that you had to have that mm. party and feel that way. Yeah. I had a good night though. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad. So that was good. It just took me about three months to get back to my normal weight. I was just drinking a lot of milk. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I remember I did like a little comparison photo because so many people were worried about me and they were like, oh, you know, you looked really, you know, small, skinny than usual. Like I'm a bit worried. Um, And so it took me about three months to kind of really get back to that normal size for me. But I was glad that I got there. You know, I was just having a lot of milk, a lot of milkshakes. I was just trying to, you know, pack on. But also, you probably... don't know this too you probably think I'm a psycho but obviously it impacted me so much you know how I said I couldn't sleep couldn't eat all that stuff um Mm -hmm. you know I would I think in the first week it was just such a heartbreak like as I said I thought I was bloody dying like my heart was just you know exploded but not in the good way um and so basically I feel so bad No, but basically, well, you were like my first boyfriend, so it was like the biggest heartbreak yeah. of my life, you know. No, um, I understand. Yeah. And, you know, you know when you like wake up and you, you're just like processing for maybe a couple of seconds, like you just, mm-hmm. you kind of don't know who you are, what you're doing or like, or what's happening. And then you just kind of like, oh, this is who I am. This is my life. Well, anyway, yep. those couple of seconds were probably the best because I didn't get hit with the reality. And then there were times where I would wake, like I would remember what had happened. You know, I'd wake up and be like, oh my God, like we're not together. And I would literally cry so hard, like screaming, crying the house down. It was, it was bad. Oh, no. It was so bad. And I like, I think maybe we were talking in those early stages and I was just pouring my heart at you in messages. And I know it probably wasn't easy for you because, you know, you wanted to end it, but it was just agony. Yeah, no, I, I can understand. And, you know, I've been through, heartbreaks myself um not to that degree perhaps mm. but um i mean it, i think it's one of those things you, you, you don't really have the control over your emotions and yeah. your actions when you're experiencing such intense feelings mm. and um yeah it, it does it does make me so sad to hear that, that that happened to you because like i said i don't know how i could have helped that and mm. we were sort of talking but you know just uh, I just can see how strong you are now I'm not putting that down to me but I can see how hard you've worked on yourself mm. and I, I like to see that you've come so far since yeah yeah it wasn't easy but I got there you did I just forced myself to like, I was just like, you need to think positive, like just, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it was just one of those things like first real relationship for me, I was like, we're going to get married, you know, we're going to be together forever. And it was just, you know, all of my hopes and dreams <laughs> were just gone, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you <laughs> well, know. It's not, it's not fine, but. Um, <laughs> it wasn't it fine now. at the time, but it is now, yeah. nine years later. It's all good. Um, And I want to know kind of like, that was my take on the early days can I ask you how you went after like immediately after the breakup and like did you care because you were quite cold towards me (laughs) so I just didn't know what was going on through your head yeah so it probably isn't um easy for you to know because I was quite cold towards you it wasn't because I didn't care but it was because of how sure I was about the decision Mm. and at the time I guess I felt like that was the best way to help you move on was to sort of clean break it as opposed to be there for you as someone that you could still rely on. Whether that's right or wrong, I guess I I don't really know. But um, personally, I think it was a different perspective for me because I had made the decision. I started to work quite heavily upon my mental health Mm -hmm. and I was working towards some new sporting goals. Mm -hmm. So I think I channeled 
pull my sort of extra time and energy into bettering myself um, to make sure that, you know, I was becoming the best me at the time. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to reflect upon because although it impacted us in such different ways, it was still hard for me to do in my own way. Yeah. And I, it's never nice to hurt someone and know that it's going to hurt them. Mm. Um, but I did feel like it was the right thing and I did start to move on by working on myself and my mental health at the time and um, it was the right thing for me at the time and I did work very hard and I'm glad I put that time into myself. Yeah, and you you know, you did move overseas and you did do all of that and I just continued with uni and doing my own thing. So, you know, we definitely, I guess, yeah, went different ways but it was a good decision. Yeah, and, you know, and again, I think that comes back to our earlier point about communicating is we both had such hefty goals in our own um, right, Mm. um, but we could have talked about those more and we could have been more supportive for each other. Yeah. And I think we obviously went off and did all that stuff that we wanted to do. Yeah. um, Without each other. Without each other. Yeah. Yeah. And in my mind at the time, I think I just thought it wouldn't have happened if we were, um, but Mm. we'll never know. Yeah. (laughs) And I think like, obviously, I guess for me, and that was, you know, my first, I've said a million times, obviously my first or boyfriend, all of that. I think for me, like it was probably the best thing for me in a way, you know, ending, you know, having this relationship end, because I think I was just, even though I was working on my own goals and I was at uni and still, you know, had my blog and everything, you know, I was pretty tunnel vision and, you know, my life pretty much revolved around you and my feelings for you and, you know, thinking about our future and stuff. And I think ending it really allowed me to just, and when I moved on, it really allowed me to really focus on myself and reach some of the biggest goals I've ever had and actually be so proud of myself um, for doing it by myself. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And it's um, very evident that you have done so. And uh, I admire you a lot for that. Thank you. That's really nice. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I think I just was like, well, you know, what am I going to do? I can't, you know, be upset forever. (laughs) need to do something. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's the nature of any hardship, I guess. You you Mm. sort of have to get to a point where you realise you have to take some ownership for your direction in life and how you feel and um you know people will let you down but you have to work hard to get where you want to go and sometimes it takes those hardships to get there yeah. um, not saying that I hope that would happen for you because of what I did but I'm glad <laughs> that it did <laughs> yeah look it turned out for the better so that's you know always mm-hmm. a positive um mm-hmm. it's really funny I remember the first time I realized that I was like over you oh that sounds interesting <laughs> yeah yeah I remember so it was how many months later it was a decent amount of time mm-hmm. um it was probably about nine months later mm-hmm. um and I was on the train on my way to uni and I was just thinking about things and I'm like oh yeah no like I don't have feelings anymore like I'm fine and that was just such a pivotal moment for me because I struggled so much in the beginning but then I Mm -hmm. just towards the end of that year into the new year you know I just kind of flourished um and you know you had left I think at the end of the year to go overseas and you know that was just Mm -hmm. done by that point there was nothing to be done you know you you were gone I had my own shit to do um So, yeah, that's interesting for you. Yeah, that is interesting. I'm glad to hear, like, it's funny. It's still this, like, oh, she she didn't care anymore. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, uh, no, it's it's good. And, you know, it's good that that moment you can remember so clearly because I'm sure it just opened your mind to all the new experiences and um, things that you've achieved since then. Yeah, and look, I've dated a lot of dickheads since you, so it hasn't been that great. (laughs) 
It's oh, been I'm excited a to hear show. them um, on your next oh, episode. <laughs> you wait, there's so many. And, you know, I've dated someone else with the same name as you and I feel like I can't go there again because I've had bad experiences. I've had two girlfriends with the same name too. That's funny. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah, God. Yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered. Yeah, I know what name that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it kind of scars you a bit. <laughs> It does, certainly does. I'm scarred, um, which is probably not the best thing for you to hear, knowing, you know, your name and, you know, but you're the good one, I would say. You're the good one. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, the other one is, you know, I would never want to see him or speak to him ever again for as long as I live. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. so we're yeah, doing great. Go. We're doing so <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, look at us. And um, I guess, you know, how has life been for you since any lessons you've learned um any regrets anything you could have done better i guess yeah tell me about your life since then i guess in a nutshell yeah uh i mean in context of after us um regret could have done better would definitely say that communication piece was a big one Mm. i can't say that it would have saved the relationship but i think it certainly could have helped us end in a different way where we wouldn't have i wouldn't have hurt you to such an extent Mm. Um, it wouldn't have been such a shock yeah. um, and we could have gone our own ways um, amicably um, yeah. but yeah my life since uh, like you said I went to another country and um, I'm so glad that I did the best thing I could have done for my life at the time and an experience unlike anything I could have had otherwise mm-hmm. um, made a heap of great friends had a, amazing experiences and um, I did move back to Australia which was tough at the time because I sort of missed that whole uni stage so I didn't have many friends yeah, but right. I did have a handful of really close friends and still kept um, in the sporting world mm-hmm. and you know got a new job really good job yeah. um, working really hard um, and now met my wife and we got married bought a house my doing God. the family thing and um, yeah just love working out still still yeah. collecting lego and are you <laughs> watching all the LEGO? yeah all the superhero movies yep. star wars all haven't that fun stuff. yeah haven't changed, haven't changed no, not at all i loved buying your new lego god you were like a little kid you like loved it yeah that certainly hasn't changed so back to us and i guess our situation yeah i learned a lot from that relationship and you know it definitely was a great decision and i just grew in my career you know i really got to reach some milestones that I really wanted and that was huge for me and you know just you know I wasn't the best student in school I was quite average and for me to then go out of school and then really kind of flourish and really hit some goals was huge for me and I'm glad that I had the opportunity to really do that alone and also get like dating experience date other people and just deal with different people let me tell you um you know not <laughs> yeah you gotta play the field a little bit yeah yeah I have but like they haven't always been great um most of them have been really shit that's why I'm still single um yeah and yeah so it was great for me and you know at the time even though it was like the hardest thing of my life and I thought I was literally gonna die from a broken heart I'm very glad and I'm glad that you know we can chat now and it's all good and you know years later we can actually come together and do this so Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're happy with how your um, career has turned out and yeah. all the hard work you put in. And, mm. you know, you don't have to be good at school to be to be good at life and be yeah. a good person. And yeah. you've certainly got everything going for you. So I'm happy to hear that you're doing well. Thank you. I truly admire the passion that shows through your work and the, the fact that you're able to live your dream. Um, I personally fell short of mine um, but have channeled my energy into other things 
Um, but I appreciate so much how much time and effort and hardship goes into making even something like this. Yeah. And um, I just love talking to and discussing people's passions because you really see something shine through them when they get to do so. And um, yeah, I truly admire that. Thank in you. you. That's really nice. And you know what? Like we went through, you know, a kind of a shit ending, but you know, you were always super lovely and you are a nice guy. And it was great that you were able to actually go overseas and do your own thing. And I felt like that was a huge kind of step for you, given, you know, your mental health and stuff like that. I think it was really important for you to do. And I'm really glad that you did that and got out of, you know, your bubble here. And, you know, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, you, you're married now, you found love and that everything's going really well for you. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I like to think of the fact that, you know, our lives put us on a trajectory and wouldn't have been who I am or ended up where I am without having gone through what we went through in our respective mm. ways. <laughs> Same. Oh my God. Definitely mm-hmm. not. God. It was um it was definitely life changing for me. Yeah, so. and for me in, in a different way. <laughs> yeah. In a bit of a different way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This has been great. And kind of like therapeutic for like young Amber as well. I'm glad. I'm happy to to help you out and be there to support your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Bye. Bye. I just finished editing this and I just want to say a massive thank you to my ex-boyfriend for jumping on and for allowing me to ask some tough questions and to throw some big bombshells at him that he didn't remember but stuck in my memory for the past nine years. He definitely shaped my life when, you know, we ended things and it really helped me kind of do things on my own and it really was good for him too and I'm so glad that he's found success and he's doing really well. We've connected again. He's super supportive of everything that I've been doing and it's just so lovely of him because he doesn't have to be like that. So I'm just really grateful that we can have a chat years later and everything is all good. So I can't thank you enough. You know who you are and I always wish you the best.